0: And I don't know where they got the budget for that.
1: The same place they get the budget for everything, like straight out of Ryan Murphy's ass.
0: Hello and welcome to Glee on the Rocks. This is the podcast where we break down the highs and lows of the writing, the music, and the cultural impact of a TV show that ran six seasons and ended five years ago. I am Emily. I'm Mandy. Um, and this week we have back returning with us uh, Amber, who guested on our Voices of Glee episode like what a month back, two months back? Yeah, something like that. Hi. Uh, time means nothing anymore. <laughs> it truly does um, Yes. So uh, welcome back. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. You know, what else are we doing during this time? <laughs> Uh Today we are talking about season 3, episode 11, Michael, and this is the Michael Jackson Tribute episode of sorts. Um, the quick rundown is the rivalry between new directions and the Warblers intensifies en route to national or regionals. And Kurt and Rachel receive news about Niata. Uh, this episode was written by Alfonso Gomez Rayon and written by Ryan Murphy. So we got another tribute episode.
1: How long has it been since one of those? Uh, I don't
0: know. Half a season? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Yeah, there was Madonna. There was Britney. I feel like I'm forgetting something already.
1: The tribute episodes are always so, like, like, like hit or miss, but in Mm -hmm. a really, like, subjective way. I'm not big Michael Jackson fan, even in terms of music, like, Uh strictly, I know, strictly speaking (laughs) music, uh,
0: so, I, is that, like, a a personal choice, or was that just, like, a bad upbringing? I'm gonna say bad upbringing, because (laughs) I didn't actually hear a lot of Michael Jackson, Uh, okay, Uh, yeah, okay, I mean, it's, like, it's a complicated, uh, legacy, okay, yeah, but, Okay. but the music's good um i think one quick thing to say about this episode is that because there are nine songs there's not a lot of plot or dialogue yeah. it's, <laughs> it's there's pretty not a, much all
1: music yeah
0: yeah it's just pretty much all music because it starts out like i don't know two sentences in with blaine just deciding to sing in the hallways
1: which like I actually don't mind that. I kind of enjoy when an episode just opens on a song.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It sort of reminds me that this is a fun musical show before anyone has a chance to speak and ruin it for me.
0: <laughs> yes. The the plot as it is, is that um, the troubled, the ladies of the Trouble Tones are a little pissed off that they didn't get to do Michael Jackson mm-hmm. properly. So everyone else is like, cool, we're going to do it again. Because Glee is nothing but repetitive in its plot points. (laughs) But, like, I can't hate on Blaine's yellow pants.
1: (laughs) You are a fan of the yellow pants, aren't you?
0: I am. I mean, I was, but now it's, like, nostalgic. (laughs) Like, oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) That's a firm more for you. Yeah. (laughs) uh...
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a fun number. And it feels like one of those numbers where all the cast gets to play out their childhood and teenage fantasies of dancing in front of a mirror. Only now the mirror is like a 30-foot light wall on a soundstage. And I don't know where they got the budget for that.
1: (laughs) The same place they get the budget for everything? Like (laughs) straight out of Ryan Murphy's ass.
0: Yep. I mean, they're like no longer selling Laffy Taffy, but now they can have a light wall that they can program names and choreography to.
1: I mean... In any other, like, episode, it would actually be fun to, like, theorize that Sam just did that. But since his plot has been poverty, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like he'd be a little more financially responsible than to spend his money on that. <laughs>
0: it's for Mercedes, though. I mean,
1: the intention would be admirable, but the execution would be like, no, Sam, college is the
0: thing. <laughs> I don't know that Sam has college aspirations. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we don't. Is he uh,
2: this year? No, he not
0: Okay, okay. I'm glad you know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> we're generally like that episode that we just watched. What happened? <laughs> what were we? There was something going on. Um, I don't know. How should we structure this? So, the um, they're going up to uh, read regionals what did i say before regionals and it's uh i guess now the new directions versus the warblers who instead of being friends who come to watch the west side story for their buddies now hate them it's kind of a leap that well one that sebastian is the captain of the warblers when the warblers are run by committee yes so that's Plot hole? I don't. That's just retconning or something. Or yeah, who knows? It's yeah, like that's a, the point. Was that they're a committee yeah. and a gavel and they vote? And the committee members are still on the Warblers
2: now, but Sebastian is somehow the captain.
0: Yeah, and he's he's <laughs> the newest. <laughs> yeah, Wes was certainly there longer, and Trent. Oh, so it's Trent. Yum. <laughs> yes, poor
1: Trent. <laughs> i mean trent deserved it if anyone was gonna be (laughs) leader,
0: poor dude um i mean i did i did love the lima bean scene of sebastian just popping up out of nowhere because again if you think about where lima ohio is and where westerville is why the fuck is sebastian hanging out at the lima bean if only to flirt with blaine (laughs) which i get it's cool i understand uh and i appreciate a character i think i said this before but a character who's just so brazen hey blaine hello everyone else just (laughs) it's it's funny and snarky and i just it's nice to have that kind of a a foil to these some of these more saccharine characters
1: I mean it's definitely it's definitely funny and it definitely makes scenes with Sebastian in them uh, more fun to watch yep
0: and uh, that Blaine and Sebastian are apparently friendly enough to talk about set lists yeah. get uh, some good jealousy going in there I like it
1: I mean the jealousy w- you know obviously worked for a claim thing but also like everyone else like <laughs> what the fuck Blaine <laughs> Yeah. They had, they had some points.
0: They did have a good point that why is one of their team members uh telling another team member all of their dirty secrets? Yeah, they're they're not they're not wrong.
1: And yet also it's still very blame that someone would like compliment him and he would just start enthusiastically gushing all of their secrets.
0: Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, nice pants. Where'd you get those? Well let me tell you our entire set list. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's
1: exactly how Kurt won him over. Let me stare at you (laughs) with these adoring eyes. Oh, wait, you
0: love me? Oh. Perfect. Done. Just check that one right off the list. Uh, We do, though, get Santana stepping up for Blaine. Well, for the rest of the Warbler, or the rest of the New Directions, really. And getting up in uh, Sebastian's face, which will later uh, come to fruition with the lovely and perfect duet of Smooth Criminal. Yes. Which we can, which we can get to.
1: favorite duet. It, I, yeah, so absolutely. I and
0: mean, like, we can talk about it now and then. We can really just come back to it a couple times. I mean, wait,
1: we can like talk about how much the song deserves worship. And then we can also talk about the
0: scene. Yes, yes. The song deserves worship, one, just for being great. Um, and then to actually... I don't remember if there was any like to do over the arrangement of the song, if they had stolen it or if they actually gave credit to the two cellos guys. I can't remember how that went down, but it's such a cool arrangement for Glee to do because usually they make songs big and bright and in your face. And this time they took it down to the cellos and they didn't try to copy the choreography or the video. Which when I heard they were doing a Michael episode back in the day, I think, I don't know about you guys, but one of my first fears was like, are you just going to redo all of the videos? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they, I mean, they did a little bit with like the black or white screen where they like morph into each other and the, uh, the bad music video in the parking garage that suddenly exists I mean, that's another point that totally flew over my head because
1: I haven't seen any of the music videos. Oh, I had—I mean, I had a feeling with the black or white one that they were like doing like an homage to Jackson video, <laughs> but the rest of them, no, I actually didn't know, didn't know that. I just thought, yeah, oh really? yeah, they want to show off in the you know underground garage. Yeah, that makes sense. It's I like, think
0: <laughs> maybe we need an episode of just showing you the best Michael Jackson videos. Uh. oh boy yeah that's it's a whole thing like the bad music video was set in like subway turnstiles mm-hmm. it's actually off one of the the subway stops in brooklyn um anyway uh <laughs> just i'm baffled i had a tape like a vhs tape <laughs> of moonwalker <laughs> like, can't talk to you right now <laughs> uh.
1: And Emily thought that we would fall to pieces over pizza <laughs> toppings. Joe, Joe other Pesci is in them. it.
0: <laughs> in the Moonwalker yeah. like saga, Joe Pesci is like a bad guy in it. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Mandy. <laughs> I mean...
1: I can't I can't you're you're literally speechless I'm I'm a little bit delighted by that
0: I probably shouldn't be no it's okay it's okay I'm just gonna order a pineapple pizza afterwards and we'll be fine (laughs) and no other toppings just uh, just pineapple
1: pineapple Um, pizza and read some sublain
0: yes yep that's gonna be the rest of my night uh well I then great. I guess that's the end of this podcast, and it was nice <laughs> yeah. to talk to you guys.
1: Uh, did I just cancel the rest of the podcast because you need to
0: cancel me that badly? I think you. I think you might have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, as long as we're on the music videos, <laughs> so the the Glee Club has decided they need to like get back at the Warblers and like Finn saying Michael Jackson would fight back against the haters. Like, well with music not with like a street fight but cool or like lawyers uh lawyers. Blaine saying that Michael would take it to the streets I think is adorable um because Blaine is such a badass all of a sudden <laughs> and they so the Glee Club meets up well first Blaine and Santana who are an underrepresented duo they yes. really are they're just- you know, they're so pretty. And they're a little sassy. They look good in hoodies. I and mean, they... like, Naya definitely in every scene
1: of this episode she's in, like, totally stole it from me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really gave her the good costumes. Yes, they did. <laughs> and they, uh, as, as you do in these situations, they challenge the um, warblers to a a dance off, a sing off, yeah. some sort of um, b- battle royale in a parking garage, which I I feel like is one of the dumbest best performances. <laughs> yeah. And again, Mandy, you're not going to know. <laughs> in the bad video, <laughs> there is like uh <laughs> Because the bad video is also a reference to, um, oh fuck what is it? not the is it the outsiders and like the sharks and the jets. So like oh, they're, the, they're doing uh, like they like, do these like battle dances with like a knife and they tie their hands together and they're like, but also singing and dancing. <laughs> so <laughs> the, the weird dance moves where they're like jumping and slapping the ground that it makes sense. but with their little cherubic baby faces, it's none of none of them are are bad.
1: Like, I mean, what is bad, seriously like, amusing me right now is that I did not question that that was just
0: choreography Glee did. I mean, it is. It is. It is. It's just, you know, a little referential. Yeah. Um, I did feel like there was not enough homoeroticism between Blaine and Sebastian for this being kind of about their tiff over Kurt. I was about
1: to say I think you mispronounced Kurt, but I see where you were going
0: there. Yeah, yeah, no, like like this this needed a little more of them face to f- you know like dueling it out over over Kurt because that's kind of what it's yeah what it's about. Yeah. I I still I don't know if it's just me because I'm a, a Sebastian apologizer. I guess <laughs> I still don't think that the Rock Salt was like in character for any of them maybe
1: like i mean definitely not the other ones like at this point uh, we don't really know enough about sebastian to to redeem him that much at least i don't because i'm not <laughs> quite the sebastian apologist i like sebastian I, too like a lot
2: yes. my favorite non-canon ship is sebastian and santana nice uh, yeah,
0: they, they so- have such good chemistry and sweet they chemical. Do. That's all it took for me. I was going to say, so Smooth Criminal was really just for you.
1: It's really just for me. I love it. I (laughs) mean, like, I I could get behind that on the power of strength (laughs) uh, of uh, that song alone. That
2: song. But I don't think Sebastian would have done it either. It just doesn't seem very
0: warblerly. It's not. No, it is not in warbler tradition.
1: I mean, like, the only way that really makes sense is if, like... Sebastian actually is either just like blackmailing the fuck out of all the rest of them, or staged a total like coup and like overturned the entire council.
0: Right. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine that the rest of the Warblers knew that there was something in the slushie, and agreed to it. But I still even have a hard time thinking like it's a seventeen-year-old prep school kid yeah. is going to put, yeah.
2: And I, I mean, see what I- you mean when you said that there needs to be more homoeroticism. <laughs> because it does seem a little bit of an
0: overreaction to want to hurt Kurt
2: that badly over Blake.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not just trading insults. Like, we're phys- he was going to physically harm Kurt over some snide comments at a coffee shop. Right. It's a little much. It's a little it's a little intense. It's really more of like a thing Rachel might do to send someone to a crack house, yeah.
2: night,
0: which yeah. <laughs> is maybe also an overreaction from a character in the show. I, I did think that the red slushy um, trailing on the ground was a nice like cinematography look. Cause it did really kind of look like blood. Yeah, so did. I will, I will give them credit for that. Um, I, I just think it's funny that this is how they decided to write Darren out of half of an episode and not just that he like had homework.
1: Most characters go easily half an episode without being seen. Right. I mean, poor Mike Chang,
0: those entire episodes. Yeah. Mike Chang could have had a, like a kidney transplant in this episode (laughs) and it wouldn't have mattered for how much screen time he gets. Blaine needed to have eye surgery so Darren could do three days on Broadway in my defense I went and saw it yeah. <laughs> so that's a whole other story uh, that's it that's another day so uh, where, where uh, should we stick on the claim should we, we stick on claim because you know Kurt is rightfully uh, yeah. upset about this and for once, the group is actually kind of, like, rallying around Blaine, which makes sense. I would have been a little pissed off if they were like, "Ah, oh, he's fine. Definitely. But also, like,
1: I think I made a note about this. Wait, let me check one of my five notes. <laughs> um,
0: yeah.
1: So they have a zero tolerance policy, and everyone in the Glee Club is, you know, upset and wanting to stick around him. But, like, when Kurt was getting bullied, they were just like, "Ah, oh, he's going to another school. It's fine.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Like... Like, really, where where was that attitude when
0: uh, Kurt
1: was getting, you know...
0: Like, thrown threatened. into a locker? Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. But, like, whatever. I mean, it, to be kind, you could say it's character growth, and they learned something.
0: Sure, and they probably don't want to be, um, not expelled, but, like, kept from going to regionals yeah. for murdering another glee club. I mean, yep. I guess
1: that, too. I mean, I don't think Santana would care,
0: but, you know... No. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Snicks <laughs> it was nice to see that uh, that return we had uh, <laughs> yeah Blaine and his PJs in bed yeah. I think that's a little later in the episode though right I kind of I took notes based on like this is Blaine, this is Rachel and Quinn this is blah 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 uh, <laughs> so uh, I did oh well I did like so for once we got some like Blaine santana a little bit and we got some santana sebastian and here we also got a little santana kurt of her kind of like going to talk to him and really agreeing to take the high road and (laughs) calling him the criminal chipmunk which i thought was so good um but it was nice to see some characters who don't always interact actually get to to interact
1: yeah i mean it was really refreshing to get to see that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it helps that like not to gush about naya again
0: but she does have chemistry with like everyone she does i mean we can we can just roll right into the whole scene of smooth criminal because yeah. her, her yeah. chemistry with the cello guys and the chairs and <laughs> grant like it's it's all there yeah. she taped it to her underboob i taped it to my underboob her underboom. <laughs> that line Nobody cracked, wrote yeah. a
1: song about it.
0: <laughs> I, yeah.
1: know. I just love that line so much, I, and the way just she like completely like calls back to it multiple times. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. She was really proud of that, and she should be. But it's such it's such a good duet. Like the camera movement is interesting, and the set is kind of cool, and you got the the two cello guys just destroying their strings
2: I your
0: Shut back, a smooth criminal. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Santana's outfit was perfect too. It was yeah. really good. It was a really good reference to that video, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson video, without being an exact copy.
1: Oh, was it <laughs> the a reference? reference?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <What the> <laughs> reference? <laughs> <laughs> He's in an all white suit with the hat.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Okay. So, Mandy, in the smooth criminal video. <laughs> Michael Jackson is wearing a white suit with a white fedora. Oh,
1: actually, I did know that from that one documentary we won't
0: talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, th- so they never do. They do like a little bit of the the lean from the Smooth Criminal video in Want to Be Starting Something in the beginning. They do that kind of lean over, yeah. but like they can't quite do the full lean because it defies yeah. physics. <laughs> or their shoes were nailed to the ground. Who knows? We'll never know. Um, but it would have been, it would have been too much. It definitely would have been too much to like recreate a pool hall and have them like really redoing the video it would have been intense.
2: Yeah. And so I
0: thought this kind of like walking around each other and back and forth and moving the chairs was very evocative without um, needing the expense of a whole other set yeah evocative is a really good word for that whole like song thank you it was on my word of the day calendar today Ah, it wasn't i don't have those i don't know what day (laughs) it is anymore well i know what i'm getting you for christmas now i don't know when christmas is but that's what i'm getting you so another uh one of the other big storylines is quinn um being a grown-up and getting Mm. early admission to yale so proud of quinn good for her she it took her a little time and it was maybe probably a quick jump from crazy Quinn of the first two seasons to mature mature, capable adult, but by God she got there.
2: She was still crazy in the beginning of season three. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, didn't she take care of Quinn in the beginning? Mm-hmm. She's still crazy. It was a big jump, but she got there. If there's any
1: character I don't mind like having that quick jump, it's Quinn. Yeah,
2: I mean During she went
1: through it. enough shit to earn it. Right. Though so I do wonder if this was to try and give Quinn a nicer storyline or like because Ryan already knew he wanted to write her out.
2: Probably like, because he knew he wanted to write her
0: out. Yeah. That would be such an interesting thing to figure out in the annals of Glee history is like what the fuck happened between Ryan Murphy and Diana? What it went it be down? Because to- didn't he say in an interview that he hated
2: the way Diana played Quinn because she made her human? That stuck with me. I'm like, how can you hate her for making these? Yeah. On paper, everyone should hate Quinn. Like, on paper, you should hate Quinn. She's white. She's thin. She's blonde. Like, she's rich. She's a Republican. We know Quinn's family is Republican. Mm-hmm. You should hate Quinn, but Diana really brought a human nature to Quinn, and you just loved her.
1: And I was like, why would you hate her for doing a good job with your character yeah really i mean and i wonder if it had something to do with like by that point um i mean rachel's character like obviously had a ton of fans and leah had a ton of fans but was also already a little bit of a caricature in like media references to rachel berry
0: Mm. because
1: like it was a very um i don't know specific character type
0: yeah well and like doesn't doesn't um, Quinn not really show up in the tribute to Corey down the line? She wasn't there. No, she wasn't. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember when I could, I'd have to like hunt it down, but you're right. He did say something about that Diana ruined Quinn. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> she She made her watchable. But maybe you're right. Like maybe he wanted a character who wasn't Leah to hate. But we still all kind of hated Rachel anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, when an actor has charisma and is likable, it uh, comes across.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And like, I've never heard anyone
1: say anything bad about uh, Diana. No. At the very least, it seemed like she stayed in her own lane in terms of you know cast drama and stuff. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: That I think girl
1: that had being
2: bohemian out in the world. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, she lives in her own
0: bubble. Yep. 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 which is maybe like the way to survive a show like Lee, where either you're mm. in the center, or you're just like, I, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna learn my lines. I'm gonna learn my songs, and I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Yep. Get that paycheck. Get that. But she was like, I am pretty enough that I don't need to do anything else. <laughs> I'm and getting out of here.
1: Correct.
0: She is correct. No way. Yeah.
1: So well, our, I yeah. can't remember what all we were talking about, but I
0: was to say, she did have a solo in the episode. She did. She did. She sang um, that other song. Oh, Never Can Say Goodbye.
1: Yeah. You know, you love-
0: I liked because it. I mean, it it was kind of the reminder of like, look how Quinn storylines have just revolved around different male club members. Yeah, it's like God, this these dating pools. This is incestuous. Like Jesus, branch out. <laughs> but I, you know, it was a nice, sweet song. Her her voice doesn't lend itself to I think a lot of Michael Jackson, so it was nice that they found something. fit her and then she got to look stunning in that dress
2: yeah that dress was so pretty
0: Mm -hmm. and you could tell that the choreography was just like no no just bring the camera in close (laughs) like like, just we're gonna get some good lighting it's all we need but it was it was nice that she got some growth she got to tell rachel like don't drag what did she say don't don't drag the anchor from your past into the future. Kind of talking yeah. about Finn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. We're we're not uh, Finchel stands, so the idea of Rachel getting married to her first boyfriend at seventeen, eighteen for us, I think, is kind of like. Yeah.
1: Uh... I mean, it, it doesn't even really have to do with being a stan because, like, I was emphatically against Kurt and Blaine getting married as idiot teenagers too.
0: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It
2: just it doesn't. It's kind. Of, I have this problem with Harry Potter because everyone married someone that they knew at like eleven. They never oh, got yes. out Yeah. So that's kind of like that, like your first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, we could we can yell about the the epilogue of Harry Potter as well because, like, fuck that! <laughs> noise. Nineteen years later, and it still hurts. You're still. And maybe that's, maybe the seg back into Glee is that it's a good thing it ended at season six, because then we would have to yeah. cancel Ryan Murphy over it. Yeah. Like, if Adam, he were still writing, God. like, novellas about Harry, or about Glee, I think we'd just be like, die in a fire, Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine yeah. would be dead, Rachel would be like, I don't even know, Bert would also be dead after having been assassinated or some shit like he would have done the worst things to these characters so it also probably
1: works in his favor that glee did such a like organic decline that by the time he even did like some of the shittiest storylines um most people weren't watching it anyway like that too whereas like jk i don't know i mean i guess fantastic Beasts wasn't as successful but still She's using a platform that she still has a lot of attention for.
0: Yeah, she is. Well, and funny point or not funny, but this episode was the highest rated or the highest uh, number of viewers of since the season three premiere and remains the highest or has the most number of viewers until the end of the series. So this Michael episode is like the most number of viewers. And then it just drops again. Do you think that's because it was michael songs i think so and i think because they they like really promoted it as being the michael jackson tribute because they hadn't yet overloaded it and people love michael jackson music and i think they and i can't remember i think people must have known that darren chris wasn't going to be in part of the episode because of how to succeed so -hmm. there might have been some like how the fuck are they going to do this and oh it's Sebastian's back, and the Warblers, and blah, blah, blah. So I think it just had... It had interest. And then people watched it and were like, oh. (laughs) Cool. Cool, cool. Which, again... Darren Crest taking over for Daniel Radcliffe and we're back to Harry Potter. There <laughs> we go. go
2: back to Full
0: circle. <laughs> Comes back. Actually, these last 50 some episodes of Glee on the Rocks have just been the lead up to Harry Potter on the Rocks, our brand new podcast where we reread the books and discuss... Uh, no? I, I would need some like hardcore <laughs> on the rocks part of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I got to say, I'm drinking a beer right now and it's Uh-oh. literally, I didn't even like plan this out because the day in general, but right. also the
0: episode, uh, it's called Sufferfest. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the name of the beer. Amazing. That's exactly it, what it should be named. It's a stout brewed with coconut water and added coffee. What? So, yeah. <laughs> That's not a beer <laughs> anymore. Yeah. yeah. If you could just send me I one, mean, that'd be great.
1: It's tasty a very very fitting name
0: well i'm drinking water <laughs> because i got home just in time to do this oh yeah <laughs> you walked <laughs> right on didn't you um we've got we have a couple more plot lines before we totally derail ourselves about harry potter uh one of those is niata and the other is the other is sam sadies and i will let the two of you decide what we should talk about next we want to save the best for last it's also a great song by Vanessa Williams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't care. I'm good for either one. All right, let's I'm do the next. Niata kind of ties into yeah. the Klein stuff.
0: So, uh, best best father of the decade, Congressman Bert Hummel takes time off of his, uh, I guess, not very busy schedule, to hand deliver uh, a letter from Niata, where Kurt finds out that he is a finalist to get into Niata, which I guess is a thing that we didn't know about. I guess we kind of just assumed that they would be either accepted or rejected, but he is a finalist. Uh, And frankly, the best part about this scene is that Bert is the one who wants to tell Blaine. Oh,
2: who's going to tell Blaine? You got to let me do it. (laughs) Yeah, that was actually
0: so Fucking adorable. Can't handle it. Um, Rachel, however, hasn't gotten her letter. Thoughts, feelings uh, Let me shed a few tears for <laughs> Rachel. River. You know, they never did Justin Timberlake. Anyway, sorry. Um don't put good. that into the universe. He wasn't was a solo artist then, I don't think, was he? Shit. Scratch that. I'll think about that later. Um can't do it now. So yeah, so poor Rachel has not received her letter, and this is really causing her some anxiety which is tied up in the fact that Finn proposed to her and she did not give him an answer yet um, because Finn doesn't seem to have a direction that he's going in life. And Rachel's direction, see, cause they're the new directions. Rachel doesn't know <laughs> if her life path is going to uh, work out for her, which I guess as a high school student probably seems like that feels like a lot. Given the state of the world today, it, it's a little yeah. hard to be like, oh, your boyfriend and your college application. Like, the West Coast is burning, Rachel. <laughs> we can't go outside. We're checking air quality reports. Like, get over it. You can go to a different school. Which I don't... They. They didn't apply to other schools, did they? I don't think so. No, That's a bad move. You want to have backups.
2: You know, when I think about it, I only applied to one school, too. And I would have been devastated if any of my friends got their letters before me back in high school. But I I got in. I mean,
0: to be fair, I also only applied to one college, but like it was a local state. It was like a a local. Like, of course, I was going to get in. Wasn't too wasn't worried about it. I think I did early admission, too. Just like Quinn. But I if mean... you're applying to a highly competitive performing arts college in New York City, you should probably, yeah. especially if like your life goal seems to ride on this one performing arts college that is, I think, supposed to be an analogy to Juilliard as if no famous people ha- like haven't come from Juilliard. So, I don't know. But Rachel does decide that she can she can do anything if she has Finn. And tells him she'll marry him. I mean, that's
1: such a, like, high school mentality that mm. I almost feel like it's in character, but also stupid.
2: <laughs> it's definitely that. It's very in character for a high schooler, but also... Just the stupidest thing you've ever heard of. Yeah,
0: and I, I mean, I don't know. I was not an overly emotional teenager, so like even at seventeen, I would have been like, eh, whatever. Life is terrible. Let's move on. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sure there are teenagers out there who like can really, really feel this, and it's just, it's just not me.
2: It wasn't me either, but I've taught some just like this. <laughs> and they were all about their boyfriend they're gonna get married they're gonna go do this and that and I'm like you know what
0: how's that working out you for them
2: it, it didn't work out uh, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out yeah, yeah. one girl took out a full yearbook page and wrote this adorable letter oh, no. and they broke up a week before school oh, and, get, and like, so that was the week yearbooks came out oh, and everyone no. was just looking at their yearbook like hmm mm-hmm. I, we kind of told you this was gonna happen
0: yeah that's so like getting magic tattoos. So. Yeah. Yeah, as soon as that happens, you know someone's getting a divorce. Yeah. Mm. Cool. It's just they feel so much. Oh my. <laughs> how, so much feeling, so little so common sense. So little frontal lobe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do we feel about for once Kurt potentially getting the one up on Rachel? briefly
1: he deserved it he does yeah he deserved it and like and not to spoil future episodes in case anyone actually is listening along the first time but like <laughs> kurt's moments in this episode and bert's speech just made me really really angry for things that come mm-hmm. yeah like this was so good but like a little i don't know premature yeah. i guess Curtains
0: deserved better.
2: Yeah. Rachel didn't
0: deserve better. No. 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 You know, if you think about, if you go back to, like, the pilot episode and, you know, the way we we said, like, outrightly that we liked Rachel in the first half season season where she was gung-ho and it was all about her career and it was all about these... Her dreams and her goals. If if she were still that character who hadn't like pushed that aside for a boyfriend, and just had kind of remained a uh a, not a well not a bitchier character, but a more self centered character without being selfish, then Ooh. then it could have made more sense that yeah, you have worked hard enough to get into Niata. Good for yeah. you. You. You put aside friendships and you put aside other people's needs, but you were doing it for you and you got there, but that's, she she just got so whiny. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's not, season one Rachel would have gotten into Nyada. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If Rachel had remained season one Rachel, I didn't necessarily like Rachel all of season one. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, the beginning part where she was just very focused on she was getting to Broadway, that would have been really relatable because that's the Mm -hmm. only thing I ever focused on. I was going to become a teacher. Mm -hmm. No matter Mm -hmm. what. No matter what got in the way. Like, very focused on being a teacher. A little, very self-centered. Maybe a little selfish, but not putting it aside for anyone else. That's really
0: relatable. I mean, like, being self-centered can be okay as long as you're not hurting other people right like I mean,
1: when it comes to your future and career you probably should be centered yeah. on
0: yourself above other people and like maybe not your boyfriend and his football career yeah so i guess we'll have to see what happens with rachel and nyada
2: <laughs>
0: next week on glee <laughs> um well making I was going to try to make a segue but I'm not good at them. So we're just going to say Sam and Mercedes. And that's Yay. That's really why we're here. Um well one, Sam they get a duet. He do. They get a nice duet. He manages so Sam if for some reason you're listening to this episode and you haven't watched the other episodes or listened to our other episodes Sam is still in love with Mercedes and Mercedes is currently dating a football player named uh, oh my God. Shane. You know? Shane Shane, yeah. I almost called him Sean and that was wrong um, yeah. named Shane Shane seems Shane perfectly perfect. fine he's yeah. a decent fellow but Mercedes obviously still has some tangles for Sam and he's trying to get her back so he invites yeah. her to the auditorium for a little <clears> duet <throat> does it work
2: (laughs) Yes, maybe yeah it does
0: because they end up kissing they Uh, do i thought it was really sweet
1: i mean it was like and and there's something about how cord plays sam just being like unashamedly infatuated with her that's just yeah
0: because like in another character i think we can agree that we we might be like hey she's saying no back the fuck off and and part of that is there part of that is like hey sam hey buddy like she said no (laughs) not knock it off like even if even if she's conflicted but in the context of the of the show it's cute
1: it's cute he's very dopey eye but if it was like fuck it would be like yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be a big difference.
0: Uh-huh. And yeah. it, you're right, it is the way he plays Sam. There's like a kindness and an innocence that is not soups creepy. But again, any boys listening to this, someone tells you no, back the fuck off. Especially yeah. if they have another boyfriend or girlfriend.
1: <laughs> but it also sort of makes a difference that this is not uh something we've seen Sam do before and with how incestuous the relationships on the show are there aren't many characters that like don't repeat the same behaviors with different significant others mm, yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: like if it were puck like we've seen a history of puck being like shitty and kind of ignoring consent because yeah It the whole plotline of season one was him getting quinn drunk and then pregnant
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that worked out well for everyone yeah so that got another teacher fired like yeah Consequences, kids. Yeah, they've never had a duet before. No, I don't think so. Mercedes doesn't get. I mean, really, her her love interests are minimal, unfortunately. Yeah. Though that does leave her time to work on herself.
1: It was what Kurt and then Sam. I think (laughs) that's that's it. Her crush on Kurt. Yeah, technically Shane, but like we don't even get to. You're right. We don't like get to know him, which, as we said in the last episode, like is probably why he remains a good boyfriend because they don't show him enough
0: to ruin him. Exactly. Yeah. But right. he's not
1: Sam, so yeah,
0: he's not going He carries her books, uh, and he shows up. Like that's that's all we know from Shane, and I think that's all we need from Shane.
2: He also tells her that she's better than Rachel and to go for her dreams. I'm that not sure true. where that's. I'm not sure if we're past that episode or not. I think we are. We are, yeah. That so was... Not,
1: yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. So he did tell her that. Is this Lost the episode where... Her. Is this the episode where Sam sent in that video of Mercedes singing? No, that's about, coming. Like,
0: okay. Yeah. Like, sorry. No, You're no, no. Spoiler anyone. <laughs> Spoil- <laughs> Spoiler <for me. laughs> No, that's coming. And it does... Okay. I mean, it's a good point, though, because he he definitely appreciates her and her talent and
2: doesn't
0: he doesn't see at least at this point he doesn't seem to be like you're gonna leave me behind he's like go follow your dreams and that's all we want from the males is some fucking support definitely yeah which makes me sad
1: about how they ruin sam in future
0: seasons Mm. A constant
1: refrain for any beloved uh, yeah. characters.
0: Mm-hmm. You just you have to yeah. like, you have to pick the the time frame for your character and be like, this is who the character is, and just kind of <laughs> ignore, like, well, what about what they did in season six? There is no season six.
2: There is no. Well, I heard season six actually has a lot of Sam Sadie's uh-huh. that I didn't know about. Shit.
0: Ah. I okay. follow an
2: Amber Riley. Yeah, I follow an Amber Riley blog, and they were just posting, oh, here are cute Sam Sadie's moments. And I'm like, I've never seen this before,
1: and then it's like, oh wait, you've never watched season six either. <laughs> okay, okay, well, we're definitely gonna have you, and yeah. probably before that too, but uh, definitely back on season six for some reactions to Sam Sadie's moments. Thank
0: you. I mean, that also gives us something to look forward to in season yeah. six because, like, I haven't seen it, and all I could think about, I was like, I'm not gonna watch this fucking show. This is, I just can't deal with it, and like, blah blah blah. <laughs> so I, didn't, I protest didn't watch it and um, I'm feeling like maybe it's not so bad <sighs> yeah,
2: no. I mean There's,
0: parts of it are still going to be really bad but uh, really it's going real fucking terrible we can all agree on that yeah uh, and all that's okay characters. it's like the second round of new characters too because yeah. we get the newbies coming up here and then there are new newbies
2: unnecessary
0: nudebies <laughs> no nude, thank
1: you nude, nude, nude bees nude bees <laughs> in the nude directions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't I mean they and, well I was gonna say coming up they do get a little nude a couple times and that gets weird right there's like the the yeah. men of McKinley uh, uh, Christmas oh,
2: ca- calendar yeah. I was like yeah. wait I didn't
0: I didn't hallucinate this <laughs>
2: I was going to say, they get new, but you're right, there is that calendar shoot, Artie doesn't
0: want to do it. Uh Uh-huh, and then there's also, they do Katy Perry's Roar and they're dressed up like
2: Tarzan and Jane. Uh (laughs) The
1: the calendar thing continued to haunt me after Glee was over, because for one of the Christmases, um, Dan Howell, who I don't know, I've talked about Dan and Phil on here before, um, he changed his Use her picture to uh, a photoshopped image of him shirtless, like holding a candy cane with red pants. He literally used Darren's body.
0: Oh, God.
1: He, he photoshopped his face onto that calendar picture. Mm. Like, I, that's not a mashup I needed. Mm mm.
0: Mm um i think those are all the key um key storylines i mean such as they are this is really about they they did okay i think incorporating the music into the storylines as well i mean i can't talk about kurt singing a song about a dead rat to blaine his beloved i can't do it but Uh blaine's one-eyed hard eyes are cute
1: What's really annoying is like I, I did know the context of that song. I found myself <laughs> liking the song until I remembered what it was about, and then I was like, "That's I like it just like to listen to, mm-hmm. but I can't think about it too hard."
0: I yes, I just feel like there were probably other Michael Jackson love songs they could have used.
1: Does is that even
0: a love song? Like no, I kind
1: it's of, not. It's about okay. a rat. Yeah.
0: It's about a rat. A mouse. No, it's a rat. It's a rat. It's a rat. (sighs) Can't do it. And yeah, (laughs) just playing that back over. Like, he really just sat there holding his hand, singing about a rat after his boyfriend has to have surgery. (laughs) And you know what? I know this probably won't matter to you, but they didn't do the way you make me feel. In this episode, and I feel like that was a tragedy. And they didn't sing "You Are Not Alone." That would have worked too for Kurt to Blaine, like he's not alone.
1: Yeah. And even
0: the—I mean—they're not far apart, but Blaine stuck at home and Kurt's off at school. Uh, there, there were options other than Ben, is what I'm saying. Are there any um, any little tidbits that you guys want to talk about? Any? faves anything that this was we missing forgot to talk about Artie and mike chain doing scream oh shit! Dancing. we did which shame on me because we're always like how come Artie never gets anything and here the kevin mcscale he has like some agency and he has a song fuck me i fucked up As speech he got out of his <laughs> wheelchair it's a little weird honestly they really took that uh, fantasy sequence all the way yeah. to the top, but it was it was nice to hear someone like, "No, Mister Shu, your ideas are stupid because <laughs> yes, they are." They are. <laughs> um, and yeah, it was great to see two of these dancers really getting to to dance because Lord knows Kevin never got to dance, <laughs> he never got so, to dance for all the fact that he was actually in a
1: boy band before this. Mm-hmm. He did not use that.
0: And It was a good song. I think I thought it was a good song choice for his voice. I thought it sounded really good. Yeah, not as good as "Smooth Criminal," <laughs> but pretty good. Yeah.
1: Uh, that that was one of the other things I was going to say. "Smooth Criminal" is my favorite duet on Glee. Like hands yeah. out. Like it, right. it beats out any claimants. Wow! For like, I mean, I've I've re-listened to that one. I don't know. I, I tend to re-watch the clean ones, not just listen.
0: Okay, but, uh, yeah, I, I get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's just so, it's like unique for, yeah. for Glee, right? Like, it's different, mm-hmm. it was fun, it was exciting, they're hot. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Like, how else, what else is there?
1: Never wanted a gay male character and a lesbian to get together more <laughs> than in that scene.
0: You're correct. I think our uh, our social uh, media for this episode is going to have to heavily feature. Yeah, that song.
1: I mean, it's it's going to be Sam Sadie's and then Smooth Criminal.
0: Yep. And oh. maybe one. And maybe one eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess that. I mean, that covers favorite song pretty oh, easily. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a favorite line? Oh, I can think of a thing. can I keep
1: mentioning her underboob? Yeah, that one's good. Bert's speech just made me love Bert, though.
2: They threw everything at you. They tried to beat you down, but you know what? You're unstoppable, Kurt. I am so proud to be your dad. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I think I like, I taped it to my underboob. <laughs> but like the second time she says it where she's trying to like, yeah. guys, I did this. <laughs> And then that, like... Oh, wait. If Kurt
1: would have taped this to his junk, I would have never heard the end of it. We would have had a whole week of songs about it.
0: <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not. <laughs> uh, I also... I think uh, I'm. I think we need to make it... Maybe this is just for me, but like make it into an audio clip that we use, but Blaine's... Yay! Yeah. <laughs> when he's getting the champagne glasses out of his bedside table to toast yeah. Kurt. It's almost like darren forgot that he was acting in that moment and was just like yeah. yay <laughs> it's like this kind of blasé sad little it was weird but i liked it mm-hmm. um but still the underboob yeah um where is our our kevin McHale scale kevin
1: scale has pretty, pretty, been pretty high good. yeah i mean a I song know. a dance and a speech he I didn't mean, is that like a five yeah well he didn't have a full plot
0: sure so like four and a half so, yeah like four and a half okay okay uh our claim i mean he did he did take a slushie to the face for his boyfriend
1: <laughs> that's pretty sweet and there was Eight. a dead rat
0: do it <laughs> or not do it that, but serenade dead rat serenade is that like a six minimal yeah. screen time but you know but the presence was there yes but the heart eyes were were the, strong. The heart eye. The heart eye, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, how what's our, what's our coulda, shoulda, woulda this week? I
1: don't know. I'm, I'm going to say, are there any, like, is, is there anything between Sam and Mercedes you would have liked to have also seen in the episode since they were getting focus?
2: I mean, no. Because <laughs> what they did, they did really well. <laughs> But I don't I glue yeah. the mess of anything else. Like then discussing the relationship before that is a valid <laughs> what they gave you yeah. was perfect. It was enough.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you don't want to ask yeah. for too much. Yeah. Ugh. I get that. I get yeah. that. So uh, hmm. do you have anything, Mandy, that you were 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 wanting, were lacking?
1: Now, most of my, like, gripes with the episode come with, like, how things play out later on. Mm-hmm. So. That it, this
0: sets up some things? Yeah,
1: in the context of just this episode, no, I, I'm actually pretty okay with it.
0: Pretty, pretty solid? All right. Yeah. I, uh, I just wanted, there were just some other, like, favorite MJ songs that I would have preferred than the ones that they did, but they, other than that, it's like. I would have just picked them so I could listen to them. <laughs> so what's like one
1: song and who would you have wanted to sing it?
0: Uh, hmm. I mean, I really like the way you make uh, me feel. I think it's fun. It's upbeat. It's like sexy without, I mean, the music video is a little creepy cause he's stalking a woman through a dark alley. So like questionable. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> now that I'm picturing it and what it like <laughs> like Sebastian stalking Blaine in a mini dress through a dark alley I would that too Yeah, uh, yeah another
2: would've. good song would have been Butterflies I, I don't know who would have sung it to you yeah. but it would have been really cute and I'm kind of picturing Santana and been Brittany cute.
0: singing it
2: cause you give me butterflies It's oh, so yeah cute. <laughs>
0: That would have been cute with their little like pinky hold thing. I think um uh Artie would have done a good You Rock oh, My World. Yeah. Some like newer Michael Jackson. I wonder I don't know that there's any mm, who has a good voice for it. I was thinking like Dirty Diana yeah, would have been kind of cool. I but I don't know who's got like the the rockest voice for that. Maybe Artie too.
1: I'd be afraid they'd give something rocky, uh, like the book.
0: Uh, yeah, that, yeah.
1: I don't actually Will know
0: the be... song you're talking about, so maybe yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> Jam is pretty fun. That could have been a fun group it number. He could have
2: been a fun group number, too. That... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an yeah.
0: Name. And they could have gotten some, like, cool choreography to some of these. Mm hmm. There's some there's some good what was the one from Free Willy? Will you be there? Yeah, <laughs> could have done that. I, I just had like an orca in the background <laughs> jumping.
1: I actually mm. am gonna say, I would have liked to have seen uh warblers only
0: number in this episode. Ooh, yeah. What could the war what would the warblers have done? They could have done I mean they could do anything. They're so good. I
2: think Remember the Times would have been really good for the World
0: war II. Oh. Yeah, in the costumes. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some slightly appropriative uh, Egyptian <laughs> costumes. There. I mean
2: the remix the well remix, the re-edition of Bills 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 was just so good. If they did that with Remember the oh, Time, yeah. it would have been amazing. And did it to the and Blaine? Did that it and Blaine? Good. Like, remember the time you're with the Warblers? I would have loved that. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Anything that's like getting Curtin Blaine back to the warblers, I am all about. That's my spin off. I don't need I don't need New York. My spin off is the warblers.
1: Does it count as a spin-off if you never mentally left it? No. Because well, I'm pretty yeah. sure
0: you uh yeah. I do think about it constantly. Yeah. So, I think I do just kind of play the show like that in my mind. I just kind of have like a running, oh, and now Blaine is headmaster. <laughs> Kurt's the French teacher. <laughs> it's 2021, and President Clinton. Like, ah, uh, now you're just, you're just hurting me again. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I just had like a gut reaction. Uh. Okay. Well. I think, I think we never can say goodbye <laughs> to Glee. Uh, B is usually the one who does like yeah. the punny <laughs> sign off. So I don't, I don't know that I have a good one. Um, if you, if anyone wants to check out, we have Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and Patreon and a Tumblr. <laughs> if if there's a social media account, we're probably there, including Reddit and and tiktok we did we made a tiktok we're frankly just gonna make b do it yeah and uh and leave it to her and we'll figure us olds we'll figure out how it works i'm not gonna use it because i you know, refuse um thank you uh for listening to this episode thank you amber for joining thank us again hopefully we can of mm-hmm. course hopefully we will grab you back for more sam sadie's or other episodes that you are like passionate about um everyone should mask up continue to wash your hands and that's what you missed on glee